Podcast. Hello, welcome. It's your speech house. You're just gonna blow. How are you? How are you even gonna level that? Like fucking just shouting into the mic from the jump. Everyone. Remember when I did that? Desperately every- turning down their phones. <laughs> like holy shit! I can't believe it. Remember when I did that? Like every time you're like, why do you always intro so loud? Because like, I'm coming in full of energy, and you're like, but you never stay at that level. So fuck something. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, it's your uncle's beach house. This is episode seventy. It's it's free. I Hi Siri. I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> it's uh, freezing today. I would love to go to a beach house. It would be miserable because it'd be cold there too. Probably. It is so cold today. It's supposed to get warmer immediately starting tomorrow, but it's freezing today. Oh, uh, have you worn like a big scarf and a breathing like? No, I'm. I've got Midwestern brain, okay. and it's after February, so I'm wearing the lightest jacket I can get away with, and just complaining about how cold I am constantly. Uh, hey, I'm not a fucking detective, <laughs> but I might have figured out your problem. Wear a jacket. It's still like, it, even if I wore a heavy jacket, it was it was it's very windy and it's like 20 degrees, which is like some amount below zero for you. Like let's say minus seven, something like that. Even oh, if I, no I wore idea. a heavy jacket, is not an excuse for wearing a light jacket when it's minus seven. What the fuck? I, um, Midwestern brain. Anyone who's from the Midwest understands, we already had a 50 degree day. Once that happens, I'm not putting on a heavy coat unless an actual blizzard is happening currently. It's uh, under zero. Like, it, what are you talking I about? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. If I was, like, walking somewhere, I would put on a heavy coat. But I'm not. I'm just going to the car and back. But it is, it was frigid. Okay. Cold. I wasn't having a good time. Anyway, that's all to say the beach house is lonely and gray because no one's at the beach. Oh, well, I've, I've got a movie about this. Uh, okay. We What's the movie? Disappearance of Harry. It's all about, it's cold and gray in December. What do you want from me? It's oh, what sure, the but they about. don't go to a beach house. I they, was like, they don't go to a beach, beach house. house? No, they go to the beach house in season one. We're not talking about season We already talked about season one. Give fuck season one. We are here to talk about the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, season two, and the disappearance of Haruhi Suzumiya, the movie, the two anime uh, things that we didn't cover last time. We just watched season one. We're here. We're yeah. doing it. Yeah. Uh, this was all new material for me. Um, yeah. And I was, I've always wanted because like I watched Haruhi when there was only season one, which we talked about. And then I always heard about Endless 8, and, that, and I know people like the movie. Um, and then that's kind of all I knew. Uh, so it was nice to go in and finally see it. Yeah. No, uh, we, we, we just watched we, season two, like, on its own straight. Yeah, we, we, we watched season watch, two. We like, the completed air order or whatever. We watched it in, we watched it in the order it aired, but we didn't watch the re-airing episodes, basically. Uh, so we yes. watched uh, Bamboo Leaf Raps, then Endless Eight, then Psy, um, which is all, all they did for season two. And, uh. I mean, that is 14 episodes. It's not like there was nothing there, right? No, but five of them are Psy, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five of them are Psy. So it is what it is. <laughs> Everyone's all like, well, Endless Eight's wasting my time. And then they adapt Psy, but, like, Psy's the second novel, and you can fucking tell, because they, they haven't figured it out yet. Anyway. Because okay. it, it, it's bad. It's the fucking worst thing that's ever happened. It's, it's the yet. worst part of Haruhi. So, remember, when I was reading the Haruhi books, and I was in the middle of two, and I was like, I think Haruhi might suck. I was reading Psy at the time. I was reading Psy. <laughs> I remember when I was like... It's like really unpleasant. Like it's all about how Harahi's like this abusive person and Kion's this like coward who won't stand up to her uh, and all the like other people that get trampled in their way and the tension's there. Um, and you're like, what are you fucking talking about? When's Harahi about that? And then cut to today and there's an episode where like Kion actually goes to punch Harahi in the face over abusing Asahina. And you're like, now you know, now you fucking know. 
It's like, what, this isn't the show I'm watching. What what happened? It's very, it's weird enough in the novel, but like in the novel, that's the second thing you read. Uh, and then yeah. immediately after it is the baseball game. And that's all about like Kion's belief that Hara, he won't end the world if she loses a baseball game. I think she's actually immature enough to handle that. Um, and that emotional through line makes so much more sense than like after two seasons of everyone being the best friends. It's like the most fraught, weird version of them possible. Uh, yes. And it's in chronological order, so like the emotional through line doesn't make sense at all. Um, yes. Just, just very strange decision. But yes, I mean, that that's our overview on Sai, I guess. But yes. Uh, so It's also weird movies. because Sai, canonically Sai, in the show chronology, Sai takes place after Endless Eight. Right, because the, the frog after. head is in the school. Week after, yes, yeah. Literally, um, the next thing that happens. But that basic, like the show, understands that we've seen all of Harvey before we get here. But they didn't change anything about the like emotional co- content of Sai, so it just feels fucking weird. It just feels weird. They, they should have done some. Harvey season one feels like a complete thing. Um, yes, that was made and has like a, an arc. And an artistic vision. Harry season two feels like, um, well, there's one episode that's family frapped in. That's just good. And this eight is really good. That's a great episode. And uh, eight, not to tip our hands, but we, we love it, but it feels like NS eight is, uh, that's a complete idea. Not the season yes. two, just endless eight is a complete idea. And then afterwards yes. you have a very faithful adaptation of Sai that just happens to be at the end. And like, doesn't make any sense to place it there. Watching it like three years after everyone already loves Harry. He makes no sense. It's just a weird story. Uh, but and this is what it is. You like, you take the light novels and you adapt them. Um, they should have adapted a little more. That's my argument here. You're telling me, yeah. Then they adapt disappearance, <laughs> but d- they don't put the ending in because the ending's in volume seven. So the f- disappearance doesn't have we'll an ending. We have to we have oh. to talk about that later. All right. Well, <laughs> get into that. But uh, yeah, I so really don't want to break this into talking about season two and then talking about disappearance. Don't. Okay. So season two uh, begins with Bamboo Leaf Rhapsody. Uh, which is yeah. the story they left out of season one, one of the most famous stories of the book. Uh, left it out because it's mostly set up for uh, disappearance. Uh, it brings it, it a I think it works all on its own just fine because it's like a nice little like fucking Star Trek yes. episode. When I read it the first time, I did not think, oh, this is building somewhere. Um, yeah. But that is why you don't put it in season one because you're like, it's the one like short story of that time period they skip over. And I see why, mm-hmm. if you're not also like doing disappearance later. Um also, we get adult Asahina, who might be my favorite character in this show. Uh, she rules. Yeah. Uh, and it's just uh, the story of Kion going back in time to be the one that helps Haruhi make the weird writing three years ago. Uh, yes. In the time paradox that creates Haruhi and makes her go to North High. Um, it's just good. It's just a good, fun episode. Yeah. Also, there's the whole thing where uh, for the last three years, like they spent three years sleeping in Yuki's side room. Uh, so like when, whenever Kion was talking to her in her house, he was asleep in the next room, time displaced. It's Such great. A good I gag. love that. Shit. That gag is incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just been in Yuki's back room the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great episode. Um, very exciting stuff. I loved it. Uh, yeah don't have like much to say other than like you, you watch it you're like we're back it's another harry episode it's been three years and anime slightly changed you can already see that uh all the characters have been hit with the k-on beam um, it's it's really weird because it like crops up kind of haphazardly but there are shots especially towards the end when you get into Sai and uh like a couple endless eight episodes where I'm like, the, these, this doesn't look like Haruhi. This looks like Haruhi. This looks like the, the crossover gotcha event in K-On where the Haruhi characters are there. 
Well, like, Haruhi specifically just looked like Yui in certain angles. Not normally, yes, yes. because her design's actually very different, but she and does have similar specifically, specifically, KyoAni have hit upon the, like, Moe blob aesthetic that, like, defines Kaon. Yes. Um, and it's, uh, it, make, it makes a choice to air this in one, like, one seasonal airing with uh, the 2006 and 2009 episodes back-to-back. Very strange, because they're aesthetically quite different. Yes. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it, it's weird. <laughs> it looks weird. Uh, but then begins Endless 8, the eight episodes uh, of the time loop. They are stuck in a time loop because Harry doesn't want summer to end. Uh, episode 1 uh, and 2 are completely different because the first time there's no, they don't even realize they're in a time loop. Uh, the second yeah. one is just a br- completely brand new episode. Uh, so here's here's my question, uh, just like for funsies. Do you think Endless 8 1 is depicting the first day or is it just they haven't figured it out yet? I read it as depicting one of the. It could, it could be one of the many times that they just didn't get deja vu about it. Like you know, they like yeah. it could have been after a time they did actually do yeah. it, right? Like there's no. It could still, it could still be like loop three hundred, right? And nobody knows because we don't get a loop where they ha- are talking to Yuki about it until fifteen thousand. <laughs> yes, I mean the, the 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 thing they do. The reason it's fifteen thousand is because it's fifteen thousand four hundred ninety eight in the books. Uh, yeah, being cheeky. Because uh, in the why? second in the second episode they say the line from the books where the, which is the last loop. So anyone watching that scene thinks, "Oh, we're in the last loop." If they've read the novels, oh, that's funny. Um, and then it goes it goes into more loops as they go through. Uh, but yeah, I don't read any of it of like this is necessarily the first time. This is just a time where they don't notice. I guess it's probably earlier. Yes. Uh, it's the yeah. first time, like for us, right, for the audience watching it. Yes. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a hundred percent the first time in anything. Yeah, especially I just think like it's Na- interesting. Yeah, Nagato's already like distant, so I, she's done this before. I mean, Nagato's always distant. Yes. That's kind of her thing. That is her thing. Uh, but yeah, so so that's the first episode. The second one is they figure out that there's a loop, uh, and they can't figure out how to get out. And then three to seven repeat the same script with uh completely unique storyboarding completely unique voice acting completely unique animation backgrounds literally they are new episodes of anime it is there is more animation work put into making these episodes different than across all 50 episodes of gundam seed that we watched uh yes that's just inarguable um yes <laughs> so like the the thing that like oh this is lazy and filler because they had to take disappearance out for the movie is just not true they could have done anything they chose to do this um yeah. And then episode eight is uh, the largely the same until the ending where Kion figures out how to uh, uh, how to break the loop, which is to do his fucking homework. Yeah, to ask Haruhi to help him with his homework, so she gets the one thing that wasn't on her list: hanging out with my friends, doing summer homework. Because she's just uh, unfortunately brilliant and just has always done her homework like the first two weeks of summer vacation, so she can goof off the rest of the time. Yes, um, and has never had that experience. Uh, it's really, it's really good. I, so I was what I was looking up like endless eight reactions, uh, and obviously there's the the whole you know at the time everyone was very mad about it. Uh, I think that's dumb, but that's one side of it. The other side of it was people been like trying to solve the puzzle of how to break the loop, and I don't know how you don't figure out it's the homework within like the first line of the episode. <laughs> I just hadn't considered. It. I was like, I don't I don't understand where this is going to break or whatever. I just had not really thought about it. I was I literally just was like. So here's my thing. I think Endless 8 is fantastic. Uh, we both do, obviously. Um, the thing about Endless 8 is it is it is it comes to the same conclusion, like within three episodes, that uh Urusayatsu, a Beautiful Dreamer does, the famous uh Urusayatsu movie, which is all anime is the same theme 
And what matters is how much you attach to the individual moments and characters being presented in any given show or any given scenario. Um, we're, anime characters are doomed to repeat uh, going to high school and being in love and hitting each other with com like comedic events forever. Yes. There's no escaping. That's just what anime is. And it's your job as a viewer or a creator to make context out of that for you, a person who does not live in high school for your entire life. Um, right, because this is being made by like <laughs> adults, right? And this is yes. true of all anime. Uh, but like, there are a few artistic mediums that have um, like a context so consistently narrow because of the marketing conditions that like create animation work yes. in Japan. Uh, so like, you you have to bring stuff to it. That, you have to make the story about the high schools hanging out, but actually, it's about adults talk. You know, doing that. When you watch my dress up, darling, it's not a story about high schoolers. <laughs> no. Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's about like learning to not be afraid of the, the, the passion, the, the hobbies you love and reaching out to other people and collaborating and like all sorts of stuff. Right. It's yeah. about being a nerd for cosplay also. Like it's just a bunch of different stuff, but none of it has to do with high school, even though it's set in high school. Uh, um, yeah. So like that stuff ends up becoming like, as they repeat the, the, the content over and over again, like the arbitrary framework of new and delightful context is every single like animated has their own swing at it. Yes. Uh, but also it's just like watching endless eight drives home that every episode of Haruhi season one is endless eight. Every episode of Kaon is endless eight. Yes. Uh, every episode of Ursa Yatsura new and old is endless eight. Like all anime is like, you get the premise. This is why like, um, like when you go to like you, you talked about like you went to anime club and we watched the first episodes of every anime. And I'm yeah. Like, how, can you, how can you derive any context from that? Because the point is not what is the what is the pitch? What is the scenario of the anime? The answer is like, which characters do you latch on to and what meaning do you take out of it? Because every anime looks bad in abstract. Right. Um, I've watched like 15 anime of, you know, <laughs> girls hanging out. They go to a beach. Someone cooks badly. Right. Like the, the tropes yeah. are so set in stone. Yeah. Uh, the. It, it has to be about something else at some point. Yeah. And the, the I think Endless 8 like really sits the audience down and asks them to think about what you get out of anime. Uh, specifically they, like School Days anime. Um, yes. In its tropiest form, which is all of the, the traditional shit people do in summer vacation, right? It's fireworks. It's cicadas. It's going to the, the Bond Festival. It's scooping goldfish. It's uh, eating takoyaki. It's seeing everyone in their yukatas. It's going to the pool. Like all the stuff that you've seen a thousand times. Um, and it knows that that's the case. That's why it's like the most obvious list in the world. And yet you're, you, it is a meditation on why do you like anime? And, I like and for anime. me, the answer is the answer is in a good anime, I find I see myself in most of the cast and the ways they interact help me reflect on my own past and my own present and the friends I have and the things I find meaningful in my day to day connections that sometimes you just get busy and don't think about. It's really straightforward. It's like not deep. Like anime is not a mystery, right? Like it's popular <laughs> no. because it reflects people's real lives. <laughs> uh, it's just like, I, you know, Kim at this point are... Uh, basically the 96 bulls of the fucking slice of life shows right they've like figured out yes. the to an atomic level they're making chaos in the next room how to make the shows about the girls hanging out and like expressing uh their relationship with each other um yeah but like they're they're not making i mean you can have debates about like what Kaon's doing in terms of its audience, right? Like they're not really making Yuri, but also like then there's a whole audience of dudes projecting onto it in gross ways. Um, there, there's a lot of like 
audience is latching on to these like more abstract relationships between high school girls, right? Like the relationships yes. in the shows are bereft of certain details for different audiences to project their like ideas onto. Yes. Um, for like a marketing reason or whatever. Uh, but I feel like Endless 8 is very good about like being just being honest about that. <laughs> like this is what we do. And you have to like decide what you enjoy about that. And you have to like remember it's made by people. Uh, the, yes. Like the personal touches of um every like team and episode director they get working on this come through so strikingly yeah that's the thing is uh like especially two through seven all despite being like script wise the exact same anime like just feel like yeah just feel like six completely different episodes of anime yeah let's like i think it's episode two or three that's, that's that keeps doing all the um they're not from a CCTV camera, but they're like downward shots of the, the guy sitting down at the, the, the table, right? Yeah. Like with a lot of overhead shots, uh, a lot of distance. And yeah. it's just like they run a fucking film school. You have to think of what the shots mean because you're not yeah. getting new information of plot to consider. There's there's a there's shots in seven. There's like a shot in seven where at the batting cages, Kion sits down with uh, Nagato and just kind of talks to her. And it's framed entirely differently than every other time he's done it. And it, it feels like one of those like scenes in a drama where like someone's in surgery and they're not going to pull out and they're like they're not going to make it you have to sit down and talk about what's next and what you're doing um but in the context of they're just at the batting cages again <laughs> it's really good uh how unique that feels um yes. my, my favorite endless eight is uh endless eight five even though it has one of my like least favorite shots in it which is um this really showy clock at the very end oh you don't like the retaining clock <laughs> i so here's my thing about endless eight i love the the fact about it that despite that they get eight directors to eight very different visions of the same script uh more or less none of them have the obvious thing that you, i think you would do with a lesser studio doing this where everyone is like showing a different way like it's not like they change art styles it's not like they change it's not like someone everyone has a different like outstanding well we just animated the show this one for no good reason like there's none of the like uh nietzsche joe hallway chase like it's not like one episode randomly gets one of those right it's no. very sedate about it um and i think that i think that single shot by being that single shot almost goes too far in by standing out <laughs> i think that, I, I mean like, like it but i do think it, i think it, i think it like almost tips the scales too much on the like showmanship of endless eight as a construct uh you, you might be right but like it's it the episodes after that they start repeating like the heart there's like jump cuts when Hara, yes. he's doing her like exit. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I think I think they deliberately will get them like formally weirder as they push them yeah, a little that's towards true. the end. That's true. So, yeah, you're not wrong. So that stuff uh, I understand. Yeah. Um, Endless Eight Seven is is shot with like this really blown out aesthetic that reminds me of uh, Lane in a way that I thought yeah. was like really aggressive and interesting. Like the 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 poolside stuff just feels over bright and like. It, it's like you were inside too long and you have a headache. That's how the pool scene feels, but only in that episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's great. Like, uh, yeah, the different, um, the different situations they get into and like the different, like, okay, this time the montage is going to be at the batting cages and we're going to focus yes. on the karaoke and like, oh, they didn't show the cinema this time. Or they didn't, they didn't show any of them this time because they had unrelated footage of them on like a ride that Haruhi was like putting them on a playground. Um, yeah. And the moment endless eight, endless eight one having the uh, montage be on the bug catching where everyone gets their like Pokemon trainer battle sprite. <laughs> yes. Uh, which ends up being like the uh, thing that is cut down to fit in the uh, yes. figuring out we're in a time loop thing. Yeah. Just the, the puzzle of where you can cut time to fit the rest. Of, like 
is all really interesting. Like you can kind of expand one section and decrease others, but only by like 10% because you can't rewrite the episode. We need all of the shit in there. It's important that every scene gets in there. Yeah. You just have like, sometimes you have a couple different bits of dialogue with Kim. Uh, yeah. Kim will make a different reaction when Asahina calls up every time. Uh, the one where he just fucking screams knocked me out. It actually killed me. It was so funny. <laughs> um, Koizumi has to ask Haruhi to see the activity list every time, look it over as if he's d- discerning some like arcane meaning and go, hmm, okay, and hand it back to her. <laughs> every single time it's funny because they never, he, no one, Kion never asks, what, what were you looking for? Like, what did you, what did you see? Uh, even though, cause it's too early for them to realize there's like a whole mystery going, like it's before Ed Deja Vu gets them to understand what's going on. So it's not like, so Koizumi's probably playing off some weird hunch that like, oh, I should look at that cause something weird's going on, but it never comes up again. It just happens to be like this one little <laughs> character beat of watching someone else internally struggle with their sense of mystery, but it never like being realized. I think that's really good. I think it's funny every time. It just plays like Koizumi's an assistant manager that has to be like, I'm, I'm here too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need to um, sign off on this. <laughs> every time, every time, uh, uh, Kion gets the call learning about, time being broken right um and uh it's just asahino warbling into the phone and he's like what's wrong is something terribly wrong and koizumi's like uh, could you please come down and meet with us he's like why are you with her it's really funny it's always really funny and then they cut to her and she's just like she's just like a squiggle lined crying mess every time it's beautiful and she does a classified information line yes uh, just trying to explain something. It's just like seven different instances of classified information. He's like, is, is that like an auto sensor? Is that what's happening here? Yes. It's good. Uh, I think all this stuff is really fun. And like when, when, when I got to Psy, I was like, Psy is just as samey as endless eight. It's just not, as, it's not as good. It's much worse about it. Uh, yeah. There's not as much slice of life stuff. It's just, yes, it's, it's not as, it's just not as good. So that was the thing that like, I felt like I went and looked at the reactions, like the, my anime list friend specifically couldn't find like a, even though that, you know, that, cause that's where things were at the time, right? At slash a, yeah. um, for good or bad. I couldn't really find that stuff, but I got, I found some posts, checked on Twitter. Uh, everyone was like beyond furious. And not only, be, and even even the positive reaction seemed to regard it as like trolling, um, and it is on some level, right? They did put the like time loop. They changed the numbers. They know you don't know when it's going to end. They're, they're playing with you a bit. Um, I mean, I think that's necessary to bring you into the idea that like you're also stuck, right? You yes. don't know what you don't know how to get out of the time loop. You don't know if it'll ever end. Um, but you know, next week you're going to show back up and see if maybe maybe you wake up and it's the next day. Maybe it's finally September first, right? But the the thing that I just don't understand seeing their reactions is the just the the intensity of the hatred they feel betrayed they feel like they have been first of all no one knows the movie is coming out so like there it's also being seen through the lens of like episodes where content could go are being stolen from us um because so much of the language of anime fandom is about like what gets adapted and when and what counts enough and whose favorite bit gets in um yeah i just i just fundamentally reject that this is a meaningful way to consume yeah. media um and, and and like there are a few people saying like it's nice to see the differences and other people are being like oh why do i care about it? it's like the same plot why do i have to watch this it's i just i've never i just don't understand the intensity of this like first of all it's only eight episodes and even then only six of them are have the same script um because- but also they're like more different than any other two episodes of haruhi yes uh at- <laughs> That you could possibly watch because you get to sign like there's like some like 
there's bits that are inside that are uh, like there's the 3D. <laughs> We've made a 3D classroom hallway for uh, to have them walk down for the scene. Um, so there's the showy bits there, but a lot of the framing is much more like, you know, it's medium shot of Harahi talking to Asahina, medium shot of because it's we need to get you this information across in this one adaptation we have. It's much more flat uh, because you don't have eight episodes to like stretch your legs on the on the yes. moments. Um, yeah. And so, like, I just don't, I don't understand why this is, um, why I understand. I, I, it makes me sad that this is considered this audacious experiment. Because while it is, like, I guess unusual, uh, I didn't think watching it that, like, the, the, the appeal of this is this, like, formal uh, uh, art experiment that is um, stretching the bounds of animation or whatever. I just thought it yeah, was good no, television. It's, it's, I thought they made it because they thought people would enjoy it. I don't think there's any subterfuge or secret things going on. I think it's yeah. just good. I also think it's like, it's easy to mis misconstrue the thing I'm about to say as like, oh, that makes it secret genius and a deconstruction. I don't mean it this way. When Justice League came out, when, when Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, there was a lot of talk about like, you never get to see a full re-edit of the same material like we do now. It's a, it's a f f moment in understanding how film is put together to see Joss Whedon's terrible Justice League and Zack Snyder's pretty good Justice League. This is my opinions, but I think that's generally the consensus on it. Um, back to back and see how things are different, even though they have the same material. And this is giving you eight fully realized versions of a, the same script, what storyboarding is, what animation does to recontextualize tone. When, when you talk about what... When we often on like GGP talk about like, I'm not going to watch the anime. I'm just going to read the manga uh, because it, it, the, the full story is there and it's quicker. The, the argument for why an anime adaptation is interesting is is in Endless 8. It's the adaptation of the single ideas eight times shows you why visual media is an interesting thing because other yes. human beings have to take the idea and recontextualize it through framing, through editing, through composition, through lighting. All of those are choices. Costuming. Um, all those are choices that have to be made by individuals to come together to create an idea. Yeah. Uh, uh, in that way, it's remarkable, but not in like a secret brain genius and like 10th level chess way, just in like, this is what movie making is. Uh, and this is what like Keon go on to do, right? Because, you know, you've got Keon. Keon was a manga no one fucking gives a shit about. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, and then Ninja Joe is a manga people really do care about, but the uh, anime expands it in... Uh, ways that are frankly astounding um, in the ways in which those jokes play uh, on TV um, with the full like cinematic effect. Uh, and that's just like, it, it is something that they are able to do because Kirani at this point in time is like a specific studio with a specific process. Like they, their whole entire philosophy is like, they don't contract in the same way other studios contract. They, you know, pay their uh, in-betweeners because they keep everything in-house in a way that is not true of most anime. Uh, and so it allows them to create a house style uh, and a production pipeline that allows for, like, these incredible auteuristic, uh, like, artistic choices. And I say auteurist and not in, like, oh, they're special and better. I mean, like, you can see that because there's a tight-knit group of people, you can see the changes... Uh, like from project to project in a more obvious way than you can with the more contract base, uh, like other work that's going on with directors hopping from studio to studio. Um, which is like true of, of, uh, you know, with the great kind of project, that's like a single sunrise studio for the eighties to the nineties. Right. Um, I think it might switch for F91 or something. Uh, but there are other occasions where there, there are those through lines kept in place. Um, 
but it is a like specific production rarity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just fucking good. I, I don't know. Like having read because I, I I read the books um, before the last episode. I read I read all uh, six and to up to this one. I read up to nine um, because that's all that was out by the time the movie was out. Uh, and Endless Eight is just like a forty-page short story. It's nothing. Like it's it, it is there. It comes after disappearance. It's there to provide some backfill. Why is it called Endless Eight? August the eighth month of some of the year. Okay. <laughs> Did you not know that? <laughs> I mean, I thought that might be it, but I was like, it's not eight days. It's like two weeks. So I was like, I was just confused. You know, like I was just like, I wanted to double check. No. Uh, just August is the eighth month. Because it's not like they're repeating the entire month, right? It's only the back end of August. Yeah. Uh. That's the, the only reason given. But in the end, you only get the last loop in that. He just figures it out and solves it. Um, yeah. In my mind, when I when I heard about because I you know I've known about the Legend of Endless Eight since it aired. Um, I assumed it was a fan label for these eight episodes that loop and not just the time. Like, like literally, when I loaded up the second episode, it was Endless Eight Part One. I was like, oh, it's called Endless Eight. <laughs> you didn't know it's called Endless Eight? No, no. That's, that's the name of the story. But it's it's a little bit like uh, uh, Mr. Policeman. I gave you all the clues about how many episodes Endless Eight would go. <laughs> It being called Endless Eight in the story, uh, the was only one is why people don't like associate. Yeah. Some people start so the way it goes. Some people start saying it's called Endless Eight. Won't there be eight episodes? And other people are like, no, that's stupid. It's just called Eight because of August. You're bringing, you're projecting. They would never do eight episodes. And that's like week two. And then, then what happens <laughs> is like fake rumors start building based on as far as i can say completely fucking nothing just like anime fans just making shit up and one of the things that catches on and some people just start treating as gospel is that uh katakawa forced kiyomani to make endless eight six episodes which means people start believing this and you get to episode six which is by the time you really should have realized it's going to be eight episodes (laughs) and because of this fake rumor people made up people are so mad that it's not true There's no evidence that Kiyomani were like being uh, hard-nosed by uh, Katakawa. Or the only thing we know is that Disappearance was planned for the season to be seven episodes uh, and the script was getting too long and they were like, let's make it the movie instead. Um, I think I, I think there was something about they were always going to make a movie and it was, might have been one of the later books uh, mm-hmm. and they instead pushed for it to be Disappearance, which meant that like there wasn't any there were no more existing short stories to put in the time frame like chronologically before disappearance everything relies on you knowing the shit about nagato um the the uh, the author the harahi author does not write famously doesn't write writer's block number one king uh so like asking him for like anime original stories is really going to be a good idea uh they could have written their own i guess but I, I have no idea more insight to the production process than this they simply chose to do it this way <laughs> um and yeah, it's it's weird, but it's uh, I I loved it, and I think it's sad that it is so infamous at this point. Yeah, I think it's just genuinely good anime. Like, there's nothing remar like there's the remarkableness about it is in its mundanity. You know, um, I think I think it's just good. It's good to watch. We watched most of it. I had to speed it up, but I was watching one episode with lunch every day, and I was having a great time. Just making that my lunch ritual. I would watch a whole season of Endless Eights. Every director in anime should be allowed to make an Endless Eight episode. Yeah, and I'm judging when like Yuasa does it and gets too cute with it. Yes. <laughs> I just want I want a solid Endless Eight from everyone. It's your calling card. Yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think I think it's a, a great thing. I have nothing to say about Psy that we didn't already say. And do you want to touch on Psy briefly? Yeah, I'll like briefly to touch on Psy. Yeah, I mean that's the main thing is it's just like tonally so different from the rest of Harhi. Uh, it leans into like the tension of how awful she is um, in a way that just isn't true. Like Harhi in everything after this is mostly just like belligerent and forcing everyone uh, to do things. <laughs> Um, and provides this like energy that other people don't have in order to occur like have events happen at high school uh for people that would otherwise be trapped in their shells right like it's like the metaphor of harahi um you poke at me every day saying oh she's basically uh ferris bueller and i go no never it's different it's different when harahi does it <laughs> um, but uh in the, in this she's just an uncaring uh like mon- like she's just actually abusive she's like these people will do what i tell them to because i'm gonna do this movie uh asahina's gonna go in the lake and and i was looking back at the book and they they like they cut the bit where tanaguchi also goes in the lake and then she just sends him home and he's like what the fuck uh like she's way meaner in the book as well um it's just all about the the ways in which she just doesn't see people as people and they're all tools for this like creative vision she has that she doesn't even really care about it's just it's just unpleasant in a way that like you could make the the crunchy unpleasant version of this but that's not what it really evolves into it's much more like fun slice of life thing yes uh, so i think ad- ad- adapting it as they do I, like we said there's the fucking scene where kion goes to hit harry that is unthinkable after the two episodes of after the two seasons of tv you've watched he would never do that in a million years um it yeah. only makes sense in the it's the second novel and we're pushing on the conflict of the first novel a little further um and so, I, like, yeah, I, I think Sai at this point in the season lands really badly. Uh, the only things that are uh, that are worth saving are, are obviously Shamisen origin story. Fantastic. Love Shamisen. Everyone does. Yeah. Uh, he's a ridiculous talking cat. Uh, and uh, anytime you get Mikuru Beam is, is always classic. <laughs> uh, this is also just the thing that you said the light novels are basically about, but I found unfathomable, <laughs> which is Koizumi laying out the secret shadow war happening behind the scenes at all times about like who everyone wants to get close to Haruhi and you can't trust anyone because maybe we brought they brought Asahina in because they knew Kion was weak to like big booby moe girls and uh, you shouldn't trust anything she says because she's working for another agency with other mean like uh, an agenda and putting Kion in the middle of everyone wants his attention because he's got the end of Haruhi and that's how everyone in, is going to get to Haruhi and maybe one of the fourth secret shadow factions is the one who edited the movie and i was like <laughs> don't care this isn't what harry's about get out of here i feel like this this is the rosetta stone for understanding my reactions to both the books and like last episode because i i read this and like it was so cool to what harry was about with this bullshit um, <laughs> yeah and um like in the in the, the books i'm because I've, I've gone up to nine and nine ten and eleven i didn't know when i was reading nine uh i would have probably left would probably not read nine if i knew it was only part one of a three-part story um but uh nine is all about the secret like kion's middle school not girlfriend comes back and she's got a gang that thinks she's god uh but she knows unlike harry who doesn't know and harry he's jealous and then it splits into two different timelines of how this is gonna like no cohere. <laughs> uh and so uh, volumes 10 11 which are released at the same time they're like one volume in in the in the uh english release are all gonna be about those two timelines and how the resolves with the fake harry uh gang that kion's also got red's attention with um and it's just going to circle this forever <coughs> because uh, 
to 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 bring to now transition over to disappearance, like it was a real turning point in in how those books were. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be about this is going to really be about these 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 ideas of uh, specifically Nagato, but like the way Kion opens up and grows uh, and learns to treat people with respect and everyone becomes a little more human as the sci-fi stuff fades into the background is what I assumed. Uh, and that's not what happens at all. It just kind of circles this forever, uh, which is fine. They're kind of mid light novels. It is what it is. The light novels do not are not animated like this, right? They're not like one of the sh- most showing off studios at the peak of their power. They're just mm-hmm. s- some, some books. Yeah. Uh, which brings uh, us to so- disappearance. Yeah, we're not going to summarize disappearance. Uh, we don't do that here. Hope you you know what disappearance Harihisumi is because uh, we're not doing it. Yes. Um, also, the movie's fucking two and a half hours long, two forty five, something like that, right? It's too goddamn long. It's unthinkably long. Why is it so long? Um, this released in twenty ten. Uh, so here's the thing. I really like the first two thirds of this. Um, Everything up it, like, to them in the uh, it, the room. Yeah, because it expands the idea of what Haruhi could be about by, like, blowing up the premise. Haruhi's gone. Kion gets shoved into a different timeline. Everyone's normie, and they never met because Haruhi went to a different school. He finds her. Uh, there's this Nagato's like a normal girl who desperately needs a friend in the world. Um, and... Uh, it, it, and Kion gets to reassemble the gang, but in a different context where everyone's slightly different. And in theory, could all relate to each other better. Like to me, that's like the argument that his appearance is making is in this universe, everyone can learn to understand each other with more honesty yes. <laughs> because, because they're not three different secret agents fighting a fucking shadow war for the attention of God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so yeah. So like the, the thematic presentation of disappearance is very interesting in that like it, it's 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 a classic Star Trek episode, right? It's the I'm in a different universe yes. where the thing is different. Um, and uh, the, <laughs> however, every emotional beat is played like a Hasoda movie. <laughs> well, so the, the the book is the shortest light novel by like far. It's like 180 pages. Um, okay. So it's like the while while the movie stews in the uncomfortableness of like the day to day life of the empty school in like languid. Uh, often beautiful like sequences the movie is just Sean rocketing from person to going person going what the, f- the fuck is going on in, in, in the book i guess uh and, and the text isn't different that's just what it is to like read a page turner versus yeah. to uh make a show-off movie um and uh so like i think i think they have a very different vibe throughout um and uh yeah no, I, I really like the movie through him figuring it out uh like fighting on the game together um I think like the so, Harry dragging everyone into the room and like the gang is back is one of the best like triumphs in cinema. It's so fucking yeah, good. But, but her getting the gang back together unlocks uh, Nagato's like out the way to reset the universe and give Kion uh, progress erasing powers. <laughs> And yeah. the next 45 minutes of the movie is him do- going to such an extreme as to like spoil the entire soup to make sure everything returns back to being the show uh melancholy of harhi suzumiya um and then it's over period that's it yeah so th- th- looking at like reviews and the way people read it is the and uh i guess the way the movie tries to frame it when it does it's fucking weird turning into even getting five minutes bit uh that is illegally required when you have a uh, large catharsis in a show off anime uh for some I, I think it's miserable i think it's like oh i hate that whole sequence uh, and is um is all about like do you want to live in a world without harahi 
you've been complaining this whole time that you don't want to, to deal with Haruhi and now you don't have to um do you want to like return to it and it's sort of like meant to be this grand triumph of like yes I do want to live in the world with Haruhi uh I don't agree that the movie's fucking about that even slightly because Har- when he's going on the quest Haruhi's standing next to him they're in the room she's there she's there in front of yeah. him she's a real girl uh to me the idea of disappearance is like Harahi's fake, right? Like, the, the story of Harahi is like a fake wish fantasy. Uh, Harahi is this, like, incredible girl that, through no effort on your behalf, will, like, make your life better, right? Yes. Uh, and will, like, cause incredible <laughs> events to happen to you. And suddenly yes. he is th- uh, thrust into a world where that's not true. He's just in normality. He's just in going to school. Um, and he has to, like... Instead of it being about do I want to go back to Harry, he has to like embody uh, the lesson of Harry, which is to like make things happen with your own uh, energy and spirit, right? He, which is which is like together. the catharsis I had watching the show when we did our first episode. I yes. was like, season one is about how much we have to be the Harry's in our life. Yes, uh, and season one ends it like season one ends in the same catharsis of like I'd rather I do want Harry in the world. Don't end the world. This this world is is worth it or whatever. Um, and. I just think watching Kion, like, Kion becoming the Haruhi to this new Nagato who also is, like, very shy but wants someone to fix things for her, um, was just really good stuff. I, I, I liked all of that. Um, especially when it's like, Nagato made all this happen herself. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that because I, I want to put a pin in all that stuff. Uh, yeah. And then, like, going to Haruhi, figuring out, like, all the time travel thing and then um, uh, bringing all the gang together. Uh, I just think it's... Um, incredible and i i read the last 50 minutes as like throwing that away to go to the fantasy world because like it's an none of it's real right it's a fucking anime you can make anything yeah. happen in an anime i guess i would also choose the world where i had to try less and things uh and thing good things just happened to me as i kind of sputtered through life detached complaining i, I have i have one i have one major caveat here that makes me reject this as like well the original timeline to me ha- it has to be the real timeline because the alt timeline is disgusting in one particular way <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah, um, I don't have that friction that you do. Um, but um, in specific, so the thing is, Kion has to come to this. He has this whole realization where like text comes up like it's fucking Ava- like Evangelion, like final episodes of do you really do you really like Haruhi? Do, does she actually do things for you? Do you really just want to live your life having her live around? And he's like, yes, it's worth it. It's worth the big, big, big pain in the ass. But it's so the whole movie becomes about centering Kion's unrecognized affection for Haruhi as his catharsis as a person is what the story has always been building to. This is like partially the problem of movie inertia, right? You make a movie and it's got to be bigger than the original show, which means, the. but often in anime movies, because they come after the fact of their in-between seasons, they have to just reiterate themes we've already come, come to. Um, I already believe Kion recognizes the worth that Haruhi has in his life. I also believe that the show, Suzumi Haruhi is about the group and not about Kion's internal like unrealization that he likes this girl. He one, he got over this in season one and two, he's his personality is the complaining guy. It's not that he is constantly at war with himself or am I actually having a good time? I always assumed Kion's having a good time. He just likes to bitch about it. And as someone yes. who lives my life with the same ethos, <laughs> I, I like a lot of things I complain about all the time. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. Sometimes people are just complainers. <laughs> 
That's basically exactly how I feel as well. Yeah. So like, so like watching this become like his major character struggle of realizing shit that I, he realized, you know, six years ago in anime in like real life terms, watching this anime. Uh, it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Cause like ultimately this is already the end of a uh, melancholy, right? Like he, he kisses her yes. and brings her back from the edge. Uh, and she does think the world is interesting enough to live in. Um, and it comes out to Endless 8, which has spent the entire time dangling that as we're going to do it again. Say, say you love you and that she'll want to continue living in this world. But that's not the solution. The solution is uh, an experience of like togetherness in a mundane high school way. It's doing homework. It's not about yes. the grand gestures. It's about the little things in how like life is experienced with this this group that brings them yeah. together. Uh, so we've disappearance, already, uh, disappearance believes in the grand gestures in a way that I find like insipid. Yeah, which is, I just don't agree. Like, And especially because NSA is a short story in the book that comes after disappearance uh yeah whereas uh in the novels like in in the in the, in the show uh we've already had nsa it's been eight episodes it's been one of the grandest events in anime right like it, yes it has been inflated itself uh to increase thematic importance which then makes applying the movie sheen to disappearances uh, catharsis just hit wrong it just it feels weird to me yes um the other thing with the the movie also canonically takes place after um after Endless Eight, because the frog head is in the fucking schoolroom. Um, yes. It's a great way to track it. Um, which means that every character other than Haruhi remembers and like the last the last loop of Endless Eight, so they all know they went through this loop. And Nagato remembers all of it. That is just a writ fact of her character, which makes all the Nagato stuff, like, I think gives them an out they could have taken, which they don't take about all the Nagato stuff, which I like. I want to talk about in a second. I'll put a pin in that real quick. The thing about Haruhi is this version of Haruhi is not, she's not a character that could end the world. Like she literally doesn't have powers. That is fundamental to the description of her. Um, but Kion also talks about the way she still is like the way when he met her really removed, really like hold other people, doesn't know how to communicate with others. Um, and she has Koizumi on her like arm as like her kind of like inertial bo- high school boyfriend, like not actually like boyfriend and girlfriend, but he's there and clearly has like affection for her. But she just treats him like shit. She just thinks he's interesting because he was a transfer student. That's it. And he's like caught up in her wake like everyone else is. But there's no communication between the two of them. They're not like evolving as people by being close to each other. There's a bit um, where they're on the train station, Koizumi and Kion, and Koizumi, like the train goes by and uh Koizumi's like uh I'm re- I'm really envious of you as the train goes by and you can barely hear it over the audio and Kion turns to him and uh, after the train goes and Koizumi just smiles at him uh because Koizumi realizes that Kion has in 45 seconds opened up Haruhi more than he could in months yes like he just doesn't have it <laughs> but that's not true like I mean like, it is true in the, in the in the situation but like it it's not saying that like Koizumi's ineffective right because Kion would also not be able to do this uh, he's only able to do this because he's experienced like how are he doing this to him, right? Like it's about the ability. Yeah. To no, do I it. mean the thing. The thing there is that the two of them in their weird, lonely, rich school lives just don't have the power that the five of them going through a year of school together have gathered, right? Yeah. Like the thing is, the experience of being the SOS club is what gives them all the power. Yes. But like specifically, and I mean power in like a lowercase p. Yes. Just the emotional and in- like intelligence uh, and openness to communicate with other people. The sequence where they sneak into North High and she like steals Asahina from the calligraphy club is <laughs> genuinely incredible. It's like, yes. it's all been building to this. It's amazing. They're all in the room and then he just presses the reset button and we have to fucking do Back to the Future for half, for like 50 minutes. I don't know how, because 
I know to most people that that whole sequence is incredible. Uh, everyone enjoys him like bringing back the real Harahi. Uh, it's meant to be this grand catharsis in its own sense. Uh, but I don't feel it. It feels like the death of progress to me. It feels like he had he had made the dream of Harahi real in mundanity, and he just decides to return to the anime because we have to make more <laughs> light novels. My, my my thing with this is I think the alt ver- so he goes to the alt world, and in this Nagato's a real girl. The problem is I think this version of Nagato is so awful that it ruins the entire story. Um, okay, I don't agree with that. Uh, but we'll... we'll I, so, this Nagato, this Nagato is still the, the lone member of the literature club. She's not uh, She's not an alien slash robot uh, like aspect of the thought entity, which means that her loneliness has done intense and incredible ongoing psychic damage to her. Um she she can like barely communicate. She sits there reading books. When Kion comes in, she loses. She she's depicted as like basically having a panic attack because a another human being is talking to her. Well, he's and like then, charging at her. He's being yes, a bit of a dick. But also, when he's being a dick to her, then her reaction is to do like fucking blushing like romance poses. The way it is framed is that she is like intensely attracted to Kion's assertiveness in a way that, that to me defines like. In this world, Kion is created, instead of Haruhi being the bossy woman who constantly, like, runs his life, he is instead created, like, this very submissive girl who just adores him in a way that, like, is the inverse. And I think, and also that it creates, like, the 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 integrated thought entity made Nagato uh, not a real girl. This is the real Nagato, a girl who will blush and, and warble at boys and all the other shit. And I'm like, Nagato's a real person. She has desires. We've seen that in, like, the episode where they fought the fucking computer club. She wants things. She can communicate. She has emotional intelligence. It's, like, muted. But she's a real person. She just has flat affect. It's it's legal to have flat affect. Let her be. Um, And to me, this is just, like, the argument that, like, Oh, wouldn't this world be better because she can be a real person? I think that's gross. Um, I so I I don't quite agree with this read because to me, like I obviously Nagato has a crush on the, this Kion, um, but it's all about the library card thing. Like he was the one that reached out to her. Uh, I, I yeah. like to me the, the way the way it is framed and depicted in the movie is literally there's like scenes of her like blushing and looking away, and it's like very like it is charged with like they're going to like kiss. Like it's just got like this intense, like well, yeah, he's going attractive like a dating romance game. vibe to it. Yes. I think it's gross. I think doing this to this character is gross. I, I just, see she's it. not, she's not our Nagato. And the, you've just instilled like a sexual charge to a character that mostly has been like about loneliness and solitude in to, to because you're a movie now. And I think it's like disrespectful to the Nagato that we know and the story that like I've already attached to. Well, so uh, there's, there's a couple of different complications to this. First of all is um, uh, when we're done with this conversation, I have to tell you the actual ending to the story, uh, which happens in, in the uh, intrigues, um, which is all about Nagato. And I like genuinely as an adaptation of choice, don't know how you don't adapt the first chapter of intrigues in this movie. Uh, crazy that that's left out. I understand they didn't know what they were going to make next, um, mm-hmm. but in that novel, it's got nothing to do with the novel. It's just the ending of this one, but light novel publication, right? Like, uh, but also like, well, uh, Nagato does have a crush and it's like doing all these like anime genre moves, right? To, to position her as this like object of desire. Um, I, my entire reading of it was about like, Kion had a crush on Haruhi. Like, there was, what, how, that's already what happened. He's being put in the Haruhi situation where this, like, projecting person has kind of a crush on the, the person at school that, like, reaches out to them. Uh, and instead of fulfilling, like, that crush, what Kion has to do is, like, 
bring Nagato out of her shell to like engage in the SOS brigade, right? That's how I took the reading of it. Um, especially, especially as like I don't read it as <sighs> Nagato didn't change. I mean. She made the change. She made herself like this. She's the only one with agency as to why she is like this. She the data. So, so here's here's the here's the problem is that so I thought halfway in this movie, like having watched all of Haruhi and Haruhi season two, I'm like, oh, this is about Nagato lived for 500 years putting up with everyone's summer days bullshit and just wants one thing, which is to be like be normal in the way that she views everyone else being normal. Yes. That's not what the movie's plot is. The plot is literally that she created this universe because of her, her and Kyan's joint desire for this other universe. It's uh, not even that she did it entirely for herself. She did it for him thinking this is what he wanted because it's all about Kyan's desire for like, real world Haruhi to go away and to have a different world where he's in charge and multiple women are attracted to him. And yeah, I think I'm, it's fucking gross. That, that part sucks. The part where all collapses sucks, but I, I still like enjoy the Nagato side of it. Like the fact that Nagato wants to be a real person makes sense to me. Um, I enjoy that. Um, I fundamentally just think that Nagato would believe that already thinks she's a real, I think real world Nagato believes she's a real person. Okay. We have to get into the actual, the, the stuff in intrigues that you don't know about. So the, the, the stuff in yeah, intrigues. Well, so the thing at the movie is that it just depicts it as like she, by being a person, she like by living in the world, she's just accumulated errors and it caused her to like do Go this rampant thing. Like Cortana. <laughs> yeah. She literally went rampant like Cortana and did a thing that everyone perceives is wrong. And they have to undo it by shooting her with a sci-fi gun, whatever it happens. Well, well in the middle of Kion being stabbed, like it's, Sword Art Online. <laughs> yeah, so Kion's about to sta- to shoot uh, Nagata with the fix this gun. Yeah. Uh, and instead, he gets stabbed uh, by... Gets cartoonishly overstabbed by a what's-her-face leaping at him. Yeah, by Asakura, who's gone Higurashi mode. There's no other word yes. for it. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is not... Like, she did try to murder him. I, I guess she's, like, of that archetype. Cause, you know, she murdered him and tried to murder him in, in the first series. But, like... Yes. It was... She was so, uh, what's the word? Like, um, but the, the whole reason that she stabs him given in the movie is that she realized that Kion is going to play with, her, uh, Nagato's heart. Like is not responsible enough to take the affection of this like desperate human being and thus has to be destroyed because he's dangerous. Yeah. It, it comes out just such an out of like dealing with this because he's about to like make a choice and instead he gets stabbed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then as he's like collapsing, uh, like Nagato intervenes, uh, and he sees another person say like, oh, it hurt when I got stabbed too. Uh, and then he just wakes up and everything's fixed. So in the book, I was like, what? You what the fuck happened? What happened? Didn't, didn't have an ending. It literally didn't have an ending. Yeah. The movie, the movie literally is like, oh, never mind. Everything's back to normal. Do, do, do. I'm like, what? What? I just watched like the balloon deflate and like fly around the room, you know? <laughs> it, it does not have an ending. So in the next novel, what happens is, uh, and they, they do say this in the book of like, he has to go back and be that one who actually fixes it. Uh, yes. And they try their best to like make the fact that he has to like make the choice one day, the ending. Like they try to turn it into ambiguity and not this story's not finished. Um, yeah. Well, what they could have done is put the final chapter. Uh, which is the prologue uh, intrigues. Well, so he he goes to Asahina. It's like you have to take us two, but three weeks back in the past uh, to that day in December. Uh, and mm-hmm. Asahina's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Uh, and he, he's like, "Ask superiors. I promise they'll approve this." Uh, and they do. And she's like, "Why did you? Know? Whatever." Uh, they all go back. He goes back with present Nagato. Um, and 
he takes the fix this gun and he can't fire it uh then nagato takes the gun uh because like he ends up not being able to shoot like the fake nagato who makes the new universe because it's like on some level still her desire to do that uh yeah nagato takes the gun from him shoots herself like the other her and then refuses to um do the data synchronizing with her as like i'm me i have my own history i can't like force all versions of me onto it and that's the actual conclusion of how you square the circle uh and it is unhinged that that's not in the fucking movie that's what the story's about yeah because like that at least gives you the like nagato at that point nagato is like yeah this one time i just had a really bad idea and i like it was a wrong it was the wrong idea to have i'm the person i am now and i'm happy about that and in a moment of weakness i did this other thing that was wrong to do i'm like you know not like doing penance but it is a recognition that Nagato in the in the main universe of Haruhi, Nagato is a real person with wants and desires, and that's good, even if she's bad at communicating those because she's kind of a robot alien girl, right? Yeah, it becomes like Nagato being like, "I did this drastic thing, uh, and it, I made a fake me because I thought making a fake me would fix it, but ultimately, what I want is to still be me, but like." I, I want to go to the computer club and play their games, right? I want to do these other th- these other things and expressions of self that I'm not able to do um, as someone who's like in this weird uh, role of uh, like a supervisor for the fucking data over mind. Um, yes, and not not bringing this to the conclusion where Kion can't pull the trigger because ultimately his friend made a choice and she has to do it for him because it's not a, it's not about Kion is not actually part of this catharsis and making it the grand Hasoda anime vision of Kion's fucking paprika catharsis is like you know they, they literally do, do the Satoshi Kon you know all the things in the room bursting out <laughs> Yes, yeah, that that's, that scene where all of uh, the Christmas decorations like multiply into thousands and throw like burst out of the club room and Kion goes flying out the window. I'm like, yeah, I also love paprika. Knock it off. And, and the uh, but they're, like they're doing that like catharsis, but the actual thing he has to do is shoot Nagato, and I'm like, what? Yes. <laughs> it's just so weird. Uh, and so yeah, getting to this and seeing that like, oh, there is an actual ending that it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it does square the circle of what the themes are in a way that makes more sense yeah because uh, yeah because my main objection is this movie by putting us in kion's head to me is about nagato deciding to do her own i'm going to wish fulfill for kion and make him make him a good girlfriend me unlike the bad girlfriend suzumi Haruhi. yeah um and i think it just is like tips the hand of like anime just fundamentally believes that on some level that it's always for fucking teen boys and i think it's it just really it really spoils my fucking mood watching haruhi <laughs> thinking about all the various things i think about watching haruhi realizing that the people making it have always thought it's about how cool it is when you have three girlfriends all along um yeah uh it's 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 because we still told that last time right uh yes and it's so prominent in this uh and I just like the entire time leading up to this movie was thinking, are they like, do they know they're not, they don't have any more? Will they put in as an adaptation of choice, the part where like it actually ends with Kion having to like be stabbed on the floor and also standing to the side, doing nothing as Nagato talks to herself about what she wants. No, literally they explain nothing. There's just, there, there is instead an incredible bit that I would not lose of uh, Haruhi sleeping in a sleeping bag next to Kion's bed <laughs> and uh, being woken up as he like, well, honestly really creepily touches her face, but then she like worms up and tries to get out of the thing. And that bit is the funniest bit in the movie for worming around in the uh, fucking uh, sleeping bag. But also like, I don't, cons- 
my read on that, right, is not mm-hmm. this is the love that will fix the universe, which is like, yes, no. it is, she would do that for anyone. She would do that for Asahina. Yes. She would do that for Koizumi. She, would, yes. she is yes. the SOS brigade chief. Uh, and yes. at the end of the day would always be there behind the bed for whoever had it. Uh, yes. Whereas like, I feel like the movie believes the other thing. Whereas this is like, um, Haruhi's true love. And the, I just don't ship Kion Haruhi like that. I care about the group. Mm-hmm. Even if, even if like, eventually they would have a relationship, right? right I just yeah. don't think that's like, it's not big enough. Like that, it's just not enough. I just think that the story of Harhi is about five people who all find something greater in a unit than they did as individuals. Um, and so Harhi, like sad Harhi having a boyfriend in Koizumi and not feeling it is not about how cool Kion is. It's about how good the SOS brigade is. And they, the getting the band back together is about that. It's about recognizing that the group is the important, powerful thing. That's the thing that lets them unfuck the whole universe. Unfortunately, the unfucking ruins everything. Yeah, I just, I didn't. But not in like, not in like an interesting way, not in like a way that I'm like, I think there's nuanced and things to talk about. I just think they've reset to anime in a way that like is so fundamentally boring to me. Yes. And and so you can see how often reading the, uh, the way it actually concludes, I was like, well, this is going to be about how we have to help Nagato, like, express her personhood in her, like, actual life and not in a fancy life she yes. invented. Um, and instead, she just kind of, like, continues circling around. It, it never actually uh, continues with these, these ideas. Um, but I still prefer it to, uh, you know, um, half an hour of swelling music as Kion decides that Nagato must, f- fake Nagato must die so he can be with Haruhi. And I go, yes. that's not not what this is about it's never been what this is about why is he doing this yeah. Haruhi's already in the room she, he's in the computer room with Haruhi while this time travel thing is going on he already had her back yes um yeah so yeah I um kind of pretty down on the movie. the thing is the first two hours are like uh, very fun um <laughs> I recently played Muv Love uh which is extra and unlimited and the way that Kion has to just kind of integrate himself into this new timeline um if you liked any of that, you should play Muv Love because Unlimited is a game about going into an all after a school day's kind of very Haruhi esque, like light harem anime. Um, he goes in the alt universe where everyone's working at a UN base to pilot Mecha against an alien menace. Um, but the way in which the main character is the only one who like crossed universes has to reintegrate with the same characters in a new context is all of the fun of disappearance in those first two hours. But it has like a very cool Mecha visual novel. It's yes. great. I like it a lot. Um, and it's it's about the same thing. It's like, I would, and it comes to the conclusion that like, I wish this movie did, which is like, I would like to go home, but this is, this can be my home too. And these are, these are the same people I love and we can forge something new together. And I think there's like value in that. Yeah. And it, like I say, it makes sense in like, you know, it's book four of 11. You can't like end yes, the series. Yes, exactly. Um, but in but a it's world, the final movie of, guess, of Haruhi, the anime, you could just make a choice. If, yeah. I, they just should have stayed in the, in the new, in the new timeline. Um, yeah, and like you know, feelings. And then, on- I, then my then my major complaint would have been, I don't really like long hair Hari. <laughs> I think it's a bad look. Um, the the, the ponytail <laughs> bit that he they keep referring to every time I have to remember, like, oh right, he's got like a weird ponytail fetish for Hari for some reason. Yes. <laughs> every time that comes up, I'm like, why, why, Kion? What's you're such a weirdo, Kion? Sometimes. Yes. Um. The movie, however, is uh, very beautiful, though it's weird because, like, being from 2010, it both has 
some of the greatest static 2D environments I think I've ever seen in a film, and some of the most obvious and unnecessary CG elements I've ever seen in a movie. I had to describe the uh, the opening like, shot, not opening shot, but the shot of the opening where they pull out from the school to do the whole view of the town uh, in a CG model as like, it's. this feels like it's the Newgrounds video. Like someone's like, oh, this yes. shot I'm going to do CG. It's wild. Um, it's, even, it's integrated in weird ways where like, there's a bit where Kion's like alarm clock falls onto his bed next to him and the alarm clock is CG, but then uh, it cuts to like a close up the alarm clock where it's just normally animated or it's 2D or it's like a static shot. So it's hard to tell. Like it's hard to know, notice the difference in the same way. Um, there's a bit where Nox is reading a very obvious CG book and the way the pages move is clearly like a CG model flipping pages. Yes. Um, uh, there's just a lot of weird, goofy shit like that. However, when it's just like here's a library here's like a classroom with like text like a bunch of japanese text on the blackboard here's the most lovingly rendered windows 95 startup you've ever seen that shit rocks <laughs> yeah I, I so i had i had a question about this this was gonna before like we had the grand thematic conversation but there was actually like an aesthetic thing i i don't know where i land on this movie uh and i'm mm. interested about in the the movie the idea of the anime movie uh is like is othered right to the series right like yes. you, you watch dragon yes. ball and then you watch uh bio broly or whatever and yeah the compositing not is that one. whatever you know <laughs> tree of mind yes. i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've not seen them but you see the characters in anime in a different style on different film stock with different compositing uh and yes. now it's 2010 and that's not true anymore it's the same thing but it still looks like it's weird because of the choice of story, right? Like this is about um, the world is different. Haruhi's not here. Uh, we're in yeah. familiar places, and Haruhi's not here. But also, the familiar looks wrong because, it, like, it, it already looks more expensive. Different. Right? It looks like a yes. movie. Um, this, this is why, like, um, the Keon movie. You haven't seen it yet, I haven't but seen like, it. I, will. I like it quite a bit. Um, I didn't like season two very much, and I like the movie a lot. But the movie is like them going on a trip, so yes. they don't worry about this, right? <laughs> like, well, it's more like. The the I don't worry about this in like the digital movie, right? Like seeing everyone in the other situation of the different lavish production of a film. Uh it's I think it's different for Toku, where like getting new novel animation of everyone's like henshins, right, is important. Like that's part of the appeal of seeing But it's movie. also everyone's art style is slightly different. Like it just just, just yes. looks off a little way. Which yes. is not whereas here it's just like the money is different, the school looks different, the vibes are slightly different. Um, and also it just happens to be thematically like the least least appropriate place for that because it has to be about the familiarity yeah. of the space. Uh yes. it ends up feeling like Star Trek Generations. Like, why does the Enterprise look like this? Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, but it, Yeah, also- the lighting is like dramatically different. I think that's the thing that like I joke about the CG, but the lighting just it feels like an anime from like years later and it just looks wrong to me. Yeah. Which I don't think it it doesn't look bad. It's like an incredible looking movie. No. Um but it does have give me a question of like, what does basically changing anime and f- TV and anime, uh, TV anime and film anime production to functionally being the same uh, process with different budgets, uh, at least at this point, to you know now same process with often the same budgets, <laughs> um, yeah. as anime continues to like fall apart as an industry, uh, but like it just, it just I just felt the, the, like the choice of making this a movie changed the context of the story in a way that i didn't necessarily think like helped it uh yeah i get why it just made me understand why the choice for so many anime movies is to make a non-canon event movie right and the otherness then becomes like part of part of the experience of it uh i just yeah 
like watching the digital movie and everyone just looks like a completely fucking different person is core to the experience of anime movies to me that's <laughs> like a thing yeah. uh and watching like a lesser version of that happen in harry when the world treats it as contiguous is just, just just was different i didn't have like necessarily a conclusion on that it was a point of friction i wanted to bring up yeah that's fair uh yeah down in the movie like I, I didn't hate it um but i i think it's like really lesser and i think it just undoes a lot of the things i thought were special about the show uh but like i, th- I say the same thing about sai and sai looks like shit so you know what are you gonna do sai doesn't look like shit <laughs> yeah i don't like the way in which haruhi starts to skew towards like like that like the kaon style of kyoani house style mm-hmm I do think like Haruhi, Haruhi's a different looking girl by the end of Haruhi. And I don't like this version as much. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that, but like, like it's still, it's still beautiful. It's like, it's still incredible animation sometimes. I don't know. It's n- as much as uh, the, the changes are what they are. Uh, I, I would not go so far to say that like, it's a bad looking anime at any point. It's still like, no, but chaotic. I just, I just want 2006 Haruhi to never have ended. Uh, and, and on some level, that's kind of what NSA is about. <laughs> yeah. And everything else is, uh, yeah, we, we had our complaints with Cyan and disappearances. Uh, I feel like I liked the first half more than you because I was more invested in weird dating game Nagato. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. The only people on planet Earth to love Endless 8 but not really like disappearance. I bet there's other people, but, uh, yeah, the general opinion is reversed on that one. So, um, the general appearance is reversed, but, like, even the Endless 8 likers are just the Haruhi likers. Everyone, Disappearance is one of the most beloved anime movies of all time. This is kind of going to be a controversial episode, I, I feel like. Yeah, well, I I, I just uh, don't... I I don't even feel like fighting... It's not like Gurren Lagann where I'm like, this thing is morally bankrupt and, and like, no. I hate it. Um, it just had a I better think, feature on the table and then rejected it. I do think... I do Like, my my opinion of Disappearance is like, this just kind of made Haruhi feel gross to me. Don't Kabadon the, the shy girl without her enthusiastic consent, please. Yes. No, I just, I, I, the, I thought it was going to have Kion pass out and then like, just keep, keep on that scene. And then you watch new Nagato shoot her old self. Yeah. Uh, here, here's the, uh, here's the dialogue, the dialogue from the scene that matters. Um, if you can briefly <laughs> skim it over by sunrise it, uh, which is, uh, this is after Nagato's taken the gun and shot her, but like the, the two Nagato's, uh, Nagato's fixed the situation and refuses to synchronize with her past self, saying that she can make her own decision about things. Um, and it's just like brings a story to a conclusion on Nagato's expression of like selfhood. That yes, is we've already said it, but like you know, this is so much more important than whatever Kion thinks about the situation. I don't actually care about yes. Kion. I like Kion. He's yes. a fine protagonist, but. I don't think his emotional states and his like whether he's he is satisfied with the world is my like stakes with Haruhi. Yes, yeah, um, absolutely. In the Evangelion, like, will Shinji end the world? Like, don't put that on Kion. He's just a guy. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yes. Don't get it. Don't get it. Uh, but yeah, uh, still glad I did. I did it. Like you know, NSA genuinely one of the greatest achievements in anime. Uh, I adored it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this is always the risk. I mean, the the reality is that like almost always I find anime movies like not the thing I'm looking for. Normally they just repeat shit that I already got out of the show. Yes. Um and when, by anime uh, movies you mean anime movies of shows. Yes, 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 yes. Um and it always like looks way nicer, but can't be as deep because they gotta make a movie out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um 
Sean's like Shirobako. Shirobako just fucking oh. did this. Uh, well, Shirobako had a whole like, other thing. You described yes. to me the plot of the Shirobako movie. And I was like, oh, yeah. well, damn, okay. Yeah, you sure. this again in this context. It, it's it's sad. It's sadder when you do it like this. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's ultimately what I've... Harry, this version of Harry is sad. It's just like the only world we can have is the world we wrote. Like, it, it feels like... It just feels kind of sad watching it all go down. In in this in this exact way, yes. Evangelion 4.0 uh, is just a peak anime movie. This is better than this, uh, but yes, yes, it, it, absolutely. It, but they have they have similar ideological problems, which are like the thing with Anno that like especially with the rebuilds is they it the disappointment is that it, at the end of the day, Ava just became normal anime. Uh yeah. Might as well be your name, right? Like, it's like, what are we fucking doing? And I feel a little bit about that, like, in disappearance. I'm like, this is just your name again. Like, who fucking cares? Your name fucking sucks. Watching all the anime <laughs> I like become your name is not good for me. No. Because <laughs> I don't like your name. It's empty. It's bad. Uh, it's not like, it's not, isn't, we did this in the Weathering You episode, but it's not like evil in the way that Weathering With You is an evil movie and as such is interesting to watch because it's ideology. Yeah. Ideolo- eh, ideology is just powerful. You're just being blasted yeah. in the face with it. Whereas your name is just a like pat movie about an interesting premise that they could take places, but they're too cowardly to do so. Uh, and then like a, an event occurs and they fix it, I guess. And it's the, yeah. the shape of catharsis with no actual And then depth. a fucking vocal track plays as everyone's kind of put back in their places for you to imagine things happening, but they definitely aren't <laughs> happening on screen. Right. As it like, just go through the motions, like, are you weeping now? And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm Whereas not. I am tearing up when Haruhi uh, is like, don't make decisions without me, Kion. I'm coming to the homework thing. That's the, yeah, that- the end of NLS8 genuinely got me. I was like, I, I was like emotional. <laughs> it's the, it, no other anime is able to like, because no other anime has done AFs in a row like this, has been able to do this, the end of summer like that. Because yes. you can get it in the graduation, because that's like, the you're dying. You, when you graduate, you die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Love Life, every season is like, oh, these girls are off to die. You'll never see them again. Um, but like, Anna's 8's emotion works specifically because it's the end of summer. They're going to be back next week. They're going to be seeing each other next week. It's still moving. It's still a change. Yes. It's still, yes. Hit, man, that, yes, that, that scene really got me. I was shocked at how much it got me. Yeah. Anyway, can't believe you brought up even Galliot at the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about it. I just, it, it, the two things struck me, uh, specifically the, the the very end of 4.0, which we're not going to talk about at length here. I just think that the, this is endemic to a certain type of anime, like, this is how we provide resolution without doing anything. And I always think it's cheap. Yes. This is uh, why we like Gen. He doesn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> no gen's like here's a new status quo fuck you go home <laughs> uh let's a little let's see how owned we get when um yeah taking a big drink of coffee <laughs> as he adapts a script he wrote right after writing that movie sorry he's not adapting it he's off in a different yeah, studio playing with puppets um, oh, bless him honestly <laughs> shaft is somewhere in a room working with this script gen wrote a decade ago badly i hear the production on that is fucked so Okay, great. We'll see if that ever comes out. Be coming out right after a uh, Uranice adolescence. The the idea of a a, a fourth uh, Madoka movie that both sucks but looks like shit is honestly so funny that like I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because the worst thing the worst thing that could happen is that it looks incredible. Everyone's like, "Oh, Madoka's back," but the like plot offends me then i have to deal with everyone being like oh it's secret it's really good actually i, I if it's just a trash fire then it's fine i don't care 
And then Gan like comes back with Thunderbolt Fantasy season four. <laughs> yeah, and then who gives a shit? Like puppets, let's go. Yeah. I'm go like, on. oh damn, I need to watch season three. Because <laughs> I still watch season three. <laughs> I need to finish Guy and get it back on my Gan quest. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway, Podcast I think that's done. it. Uh, thank you for um, listening, everyone. I'm very happy we watched it. I still like Harry's very special. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, yeah. For as many frustrations as I had, I'll probably re- read uh, Surprise, which is the the final novel. And then in, uh, I forget, the, the one that came out a couple of years ago that was more short stories. Uh, mm. As they, Katakawa act like, oh, we're going to bring Harry back. No, you're not. He wrote three short stories in a decade. That's done. <laughs> that could not be more done. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll probably finish that up eventually. I didn't even mention the other anime I watched. Sorry, I know people in the Discord are saying I was going to. They're also fine. Haruhi Chan is very, very good. You should watch Haruhi Chan. Uh, yeah, you can, you can mention it on GGP tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, know? I'll mention it on GGP, I guess. Uh, um, yeah. Um, next month, you yeah. have a pick for us because I didn't have anything. Uh, I came to you with some suggestions. I came to you with a bunch of suggestions. Normally, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. But I actually had like, I got some ideas, proactive about anime. Uh, and we yeah. settled on doing uh, After the Rain. Uh, a 2018 uh, 11 episode uh, anime, 12 episode 12 episode sorry 12 episode anime adaptation of uh, a manga about a, I believe it's about a high school girl and a 45 year old man uh, and their like weird sad relationship everything that has everyone like has to say not a bunny girl situation actually like thoughtful and sad about their like relationship not you mean Usagi drop when you say that, that yeah you just said bunny girl I feel like you need Did to I say do bunny, I said bunny drop you know, you said bunny girl. Fuck. Well, not a bunny girl situation either. <laughs> we were talking about Harry. We it's allowed. Yes. <laughs> the way that... Sorry, not to get back on ourselves, but the way that Asahina reacts to being put into costumes inside, like she hasn't been put in a million costumes between these two points because yes. it was the second novel. It's so funny. Yes. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, God. Uh, yeah. So we're watching that. I'll also be reading the manga. Uh, I think you kind of might. Yes. Um, my my intention is to also read the manga. Might as well just announce we're going to do the manga and the anime. Yes. So we intend to do both. Um, and it's only ten volumes. So it's not like a huge investment. Uh, but yeah, yeah. This just has the problem of all modern things where the anime adapts the first half of the story. So I'm if we, if I just watch the anime, be like, well, fuck. That's not a, that's not good enough. <laughs> Uh, yes. But I don't want Uncle's Beach House to be a manga podcast, uh, like 100%, unfortunately. No, that's so. why I picked this one, because it was like, it's not yeah. one of the manga I'm reading. I think everyone says the anime itself is really good. Uh, we'll yeah. probably mostly talk about the anime. Uh, and it's short enough that I can just read it in the background. And um, yeah. so that that's the plan. Uh, I'm very excited for this, because I was like, I don't want, I want something crunchy, and I don't want anything with politics. Yeah. Um, I know how he's also a slice of life thing, but... Uh, continuing yeah. down that road as Gundam Seed turns me off ever talking about anime to do with war ever again. Uh, fair I, enough. Unfortunately, that's our job, so that won't stop forever, but that is how I feel right now. <laughs> need to go yeah. read Silver Spoon. Oh, I mean, Silver Spoon is not without politics, and you, you I honestly wish it had a little more politics. I think it'd be... It, it there's there's some ideology gaps in the I arguments I can't believe of, there's a farming Spoon. ideology... <laughs> Um, but it's also really good. <laughs> yeah, no, I should, I should, God, I should read that one day. Uh, but yeah, no, nothing else going on here. You can find me at Headfuls Off on Twitter.com. You find the podcast we do out of normal mapping, uh, dot com. Yeah. Uh, cool podcasts. Yep. Um, Silver Spoon has my favorite, uh, fat character in anime and manga. Um, holy shit. No, they said it couldn't be done. <laughs> uh, and it's not like, 
they don't like avoid the fact that she's like a girl who is fat, but the way in which it's discussed as like, no, like she, you know, she, she likes to bulk up uh, cause uh, she does farming. She loves to be big. It's just good. I think it's like really interesting. Uh, that's like the anime impossible challenge. <laughs> I know. <laughs> can have all the nuanced opinions about like what it is to exist and mean and be and you know the things that anime likes to talk about but the second you know a girl's fat oh yeah <laughs> damn anyway um, anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter at em underscore, em underscore being. You can support all of our work at patreon.com slash normal mapping for $1 a month. You get the great Gundam project. We are currently watching Gundam Seed, Destiny, which is fucking terrible, and Aura Batter Dunbine, which is saving us week by week. Um, for $5, you get blockbusters. We recently, recently put out blockbusters on Pretty Woman, which I thought was a great episode. People seem to really like it. Uh, we're going to watch Phone Booth next month. Uh, and then for $10, you get VoIP Life uh which we just kind of goof off every two weeks uh we have to record one of those for this the same day this comes out hopefully we've already recorded something because we have nothing in the can and i don't have fuck all but we'll figure it out uh we, we always pull through somehow yeah we always do so we'll figure it yeah. out yeah uh thanks everyone uh enjoy your anime yeah goodbye <laughs>